gentlemen, this is the Right Guys Podcast, where the truth is no longer a conspiracy theory. And now your hosts, Josh Hammerling and Max McGuire. Welcome back to the Right Guys Podcast. My name is Max McGuire. I'm Josh Hammerling. We're back at it, man. Another day. Happy Wednesday. Happy Wednesday. Lots to talk about today. New Hampshire Post primary. New Hampshire, yeah. Kind of different. New Hampshire I primary mean, in, in the rearview mirror. Donald Trump wins by 11 points. Oof, uh, I double digits again? I, I think he has the most votes in a New Hampshire contested GOP primary ever. So I'm not talking about like when it's like the incumbent and it's just yeah, marching yeah. right in. A contested primary, most votes ever. Um, I'm looking at some of the numbers um, that they're pulling. You see, the media was trying to make this out to be like, oh, it's bad news for Trump. It, it's crazy how they do this. He yeah. wins and it's bad news. Um, he made digits. He made strides. He won the suburbs, which I think is interesting. I kind of assumed that New Hampshire was just one giant suburb of Boston, <laughs> but there is a suburb and they do have a metro area. It's not like a small, a sprawling metroplex, but they do have cities. Um, he won in all areas. So it's not like he underperformed in the suburbs. And when you look at him versus 2016, how he did when he won New Hampshire, he increased his share of votes significantly in the suburbs, in the metro areas, and in the rural northern parts of, of the state. Yeah. Look so, at that small city stuff, man. He's loved with the... Yeah. So th this is good news for Trump, obviously, when you win New Hampshire. Mm -hmm. I believe he's the only presidential candidate ever to win New Hampshire three times, if you count 2020 when he was... Someone uh, made the claim Nixon did it, did it once, too, but I, I, I haven't confirmed that. But maybe still, winning winning three like yeah it's like three. wow it's uh and you look forward to the calendar mm -hmm. and he won we can call it right now Donald Trump will win Nevada because he is the only major candidate who's on the ballot in the caucus in Nevada they were mm -hmm. going to go towards a primary process decide not to so the other candidates had filed the primary paperwork but didn't file the caucus paperwork. So Donald Trump is, I believe, the only major candidate. He's pulling at like 95%. <laughs> so we can call it right here. Nevada wow. will go to Trump. Yeah. And then you look ahead at South Carolina, and he's leading Nikki Haley in South Carolina. And the difference, key difference in South Carolina is you're not going to have Democrats and independents racing to come save Nikki Haley. No, no, not like in this election, not like... 70% max. I mean, that's a, that's a, that's a big, big number. 70% of her votes were, were non-registered Republicans. Yes. I mean, yeah. and you were calling it the day before you're like, what happens if they switch the party? They're going to go in there. Uh, they vote for him, yeah. but 70% is a bigger number than I yeah. thought. Yeah. Like I was thinking 20%, right. That might yeah. be like a real number, but 70% over half your votes aren't real. It's like AstroTurf we were talking about the other day, right? It's just, it's fake. It, it, it looks, it looks great on paper, but you can't grow anything in it, right? There, there's no yeah. grassroots movement here. Yeah. And it just blew me away. But, and she called it a win on top of yeah. it, right? Yeah. Yeah. And Second like, time she lost and she, and she calls it a win. She's like, yeah. um, hit that share button, everyone. We're going to go through a lot of the videos, a lot, uh, a lot of uh, the different data today. Welcome everyone. Comment, 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 share, share, share. Yeah. Tell your um, friends. Tell your friends. Tell your tell friends. friends. Tell your um, friends. So l l let's play the clip from MSNBC that goes through the exit poll. Now, exit polls are exit polls. They they aren't always right, but they generally tend to be more right than wrong, at least on the broader issues. Um, at the end of the day, you're still going to have people who leave and don't want to talk to an MSNBC reporter mm -hmm. um, or, or pollster. So take it with the grain of salt. But what they noticed, and for them to admit it, it had to be a significant number like we're going to show you that Donald Trump, by and large, won the Republican voters. Yeah. He won the Republican voters. Where Nikki Haley was able to succeed was in convincing Democrat and independent voters to come and join her campaign. And and just before we get into this, just to explain, I, I didn't. I never lived in New Hampshire. I know people from New Hampshire, visited New mm -hmm. Hampshire many times. I lived in Boston. Um, there's Nobody's perfect. <laughs> There's this thing that happens in New England where Democrats will say that they're independent because there's value in being seen as an independent thinker. And it's the same is true in a lot of cases for conservatives, Republicans. They'll register independent because they'd much rather say they're independent 
than say that they just towed the party line. In New Hampshire, it's interesting because they have a, a semi-closed, semi-closed primary. I would say semi-open primary, but that's a glass half, half full, half empty kind of thing, where you can you can participate in a party's primary if you are either registered to vote in that party or registered independent mm. by a deadline a few months before. So the deadline for this one was like October, November, around there. So as long as you register either to, for that party or for independent, you can vote in the primary. So what people do in New Hampshire is they stay independent, unless you're going to participate in the grassroots, local, county, state, political party apparatus, like run for precinct chair or something. There's not a huge benefit in being registered for a party, whereas being independent lets you vote in both. So before we get into the actual clips and everything, want to show everyone this is the most recent data as of november 20th 2023 so this is when that that last kind of deadline was and you're seeing that it's about 30 percent democrats 30 percent republicans and 40 percent unaffiliated wow that's a chunk it's a huge chunk huge yeah. chunk so the reason that it's a purple state is because there aren't significantly more democrats than republicans it comes mm -hmm. down to the independents sure so let's watch this clip just to show the, the vast difference in who Donald Trump turned out and who Nikki Haley turned out. Folks coming into the polls, do you identify as a Republican? Do you identify as a, a Democrat or do you identify as an independent? And here's what we found in this exit poll so far. And I think this jumps right out at you. A minority of voters in this first wave of the exit poll in the Republican primary identify as Republicans. A majority, 53%, identify as either independents, 45%, or, and this is a high number historically, 8% identify as Democrats. For some context here, in 2016, the last competitive Republican primary, presidential primary in New Hampshire, the electorate was 55% Republican. It was 42% independent and it was 3% Democratic. Mm. So let's, let's break this down. In just eight years, 2016 to 2024, you're seeing a 5% jump in the number of self-identified Democrats voting in the GOP primary. So these are people who aren't even pretending to be independents. These are people who say, yes, they are Democrats, and they yeah. changed their party affiliation to be able to vote in this um in this primary the number of independents went up three percent and the number of the share of republicans went down eight percent so when you see that nikki haley win uh, loses by 11 percent, and you recognize that she benefited from basically eight percent more democrats and if we're being quite honest probably left-leaning independents she probably actually lost by 20 percent close to 20%. But these these voters got her closer. And if Donald Trump hadn't done so well among Republicans, she probably would have won. He had to, I mean, he had to put forward a record turnout. Yeah. Receiving more votes than any other Republican in a contested primary. He had to do that because the Democrat and independent crossovers were so many that they would have they would have actually pushed Nikki Haley to victory. I also see the doom and gloom in this one. Like they're they're trying to paint it that the Republicans lost so much, and the independents are somehow thrown in that Democratic basket, right? That they're they're, they're inside that inside voting in the primary. So it's just really interesting to see them trying to take what is like a solid Trump performance and trying to turn it into some sort of statistical wash, right? Like yeah. you've, he's actually lost support, so this can't be good, right? He's lost 5%. Those independents are now shifting over. Well, I don't think that happened, right? We saw independents shift last night, and they voted Nikki Haley, right? But yeah. were they truly independent? Were they were they Dems? Were they truly independent? Or, or what, what was this, Max? And that's still what I'm trying to wrap my head around, right? It's like, where, where were they coming from on this? Well, let, let's look at the map. I want to look at one town called Hanover, Hanover, mm -hmm. New Hampshire, right sure. on the border. Um, Hanover, New Hampshire, Nikki Haley won it with 85% of the vote, 1,400 votes, right? 
that's significant. You think, wow, this this large you look at this and this makes it seem like, wow, this is a Republican stronghold. Really? Well, actually, if you look at the 2016 general election, Mm. oh, there were only 900 people who voted for Donald Trump in this town of Hanover. So Hillary Clinton won it with 6,500 votes. So just to be clear, Nikki Haley got more primary votes in Hanover than there were total Republican votes in the 2016 general election. And it's not just there either, right? Um, You look at here, this is 2020. Pull up Hanover. Let me see if I can pull it right here. Same deal. Biden got 6,200 votes in 2020 in Hanover. Trump only got 841. So there's about a thousand Republicans in Hanover. So who were these 1,400 apparent supposed uh, Republicans? I I mean, we can go back even further. We can go to 2012. Here we go. Hanover was a John Huntsman stronghold. That's how you know really? it doesn't speak for the whole state in 2012. Yeah. And you add these up and it's about the same, right? So there's something about Hanover, New Hampshire that gets more Republicans for the primary than they ever do for the general yeah. election. Is it, that is, because, is it a college? Uh, it's got to be a college. I, 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 I would assume there probably is. Um, I don't know. I don't know upstate New Hampshire that well. Yeah, but uh, what is it? What is it? We can look it up. Let's look it up. No, 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 no. I'm saying what is it? You're about to make a point and I interrupted because the, oh, the, these are Republicans. Showed up. They all showed up, right? Nikki Nikki Haley didn't turn out 150% of Republicans yesterday. No. No, these were Democrats. These yeah. are Democrats who, who turned out for her. Um, let's see. Which, which is pretty wild because it's amazing that you would fear the opponent. Oh, Dartmouth. Like, like, Dartmouth. Dartmouth, Dartmouth uh, is uh, there. Okay. So yeah, really, really. Like, does that shock you? Like there wouldn't be no. somebody at the local college saying, hey, this is how you get into the Republican primary, right? <laughs> this is how you can try to select a weaker candidate to go up against yeah. Joe Biden. Because that's what it is, right? They're, they're, they're trying to shuffle the cards. And we're going to play these clips because in the lead up to the election, like last episode, we talked about the DeSimps, the DeSantis influencers. <sighs> and I don't think everyone who supported DeSantis is a DeSimp. A DeSimp, no. But there is a very vocal minority who were likely paid to support Ron DeSantis who are committed to doing it. And they are very vocally saying that no one supports Trump anymore. No one supports Trump anymore. Well, the results from yesterday show that Donald Trump has tremendous support within the Republican party and of the Republicans who voted for Nikki Haley, most of them did not indicate that they would, they were never Trumpers. Right. Yeah. You can yeah. support another candidate without saying death to the other to the the one you don't like. Right. So let, let's play a couple of these clips, because in the lead up, you had all of these Nikki Haley events where they put cameras on supposed conservatives mm-hmm. who said that, like, I'm a never Trumper. I support Haley. Right. And it, 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 it felt fake. Um, a couple, at least one of these people were identified to be a leftist, like agitator. We'll get oh. there. We we'll, won't we'll go into that. But last night on two different channels on CNN and MSNBC, they interviewed Nikki Haley supporters who were unapologetically Democrats who only voted in the election yesterday, the primary election, because they didn't want Trump to win because they want Biden to win. Here, here's the first one from CNN. Nikki Haley. And why did you vote for Nikki Haley? Uh, it's a vote against Trump. Uh, I think it would be better to have her against Biden in the uh, elections than it would be Trump and her. Do you consider yourself generally independent, Republican, or Democrat? Uh, Democrat. So when you undeclared you voted for Nikki Haley, if it was Nikki Haley against Joe Biden in a general election, who are you voting for? Joe Biden. What is the... So I... He said the quiet part out loud. Yeah. He is a Democrat. He uh-huh. unregistered to vote. Yes. He unregistered because he would prefer it to be Nikki Haley against Joe Biden because he wants Joe Biden to win. He said the quiet part out loud. 
He admitted it. And that's why the title of today's podcast is Dems Caught Trying to Steal the New Hampshire Primary. Because this is an attempted theft. We know that Nikki Haley and the other so-called centrist Republicans have been encouraging Democrats to unregister for months because the DNC decided to rob New Hampshire of its first in the nation primary because the DNC says New Hampshire doesn't represent America. They want black people to decide the first primary for the Democrats. That's why they didn't count Iowa. Iowa hasn't been counted for Democrats yet. And last night in New Hampshire was non-binding with Biden's name not even on the ballot. Yeah, New Hampshire will have zero delegates in the DNC uh, convention because New Hampshire had it written into their state constitution that mm-hmm. the primary had to be yesterday. And because Democrats wanted to do DEI and give mm-hmm. black voters in South Carolina the first, uh, the, the, the first stab at it, um, New Hampshire will have no voters. So that was finalized back in September. Wow. They've been talking about this for over a year. Yeah. And, and yeah. the line coming out of the Democrat Party was that the Democrat primary was, quote, meaningless. So you have Democrats saying this is meaningless. Don't even vote. You have Joe Biden saying, I'm not even going to be on the ballot. Right. And you have every so- so-called centrist GOP candidate spending months trying to convince Democrats to cross over and vote for them. And then last night it happens. And CNN thank you, CNN, was able to catch one of them. Was able to catch one of them. What do you think of that? Wow. Like, as a political stunt, the Dems sit there and claim that there's no meaning to this whole outcome, right, of New Hampshire. But they will sit there and point out how important it was that Nikki Haley won. Yes. Right? So why would you be pointing out how important it is or how unimportant it is but telling everyone how awesome it is that 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 she she performed so well, right? It, yep. It's just political um, circus they showmanship. Can, they can say all they want yeah. that Donald Trump has no chance. Donald Trump has no chance because yeah. they're trying to get people to stay home and give up, right? Yeah. But when it actually comes time to get off their butts and go vote, the, it shows that they don't actually believe Donald Trump has no chance. They see Donald Trump as the biggest risk to Joe Biden, rightfully yeah. so. And so they voted for Haley to undermine Trump and to hope that Haley goes up against Biden because they want Biden to win. He said it. He he said it out loud. I'm not making this up. So, yeah, the laws allow for this cross voting to happen. Right. And I use the word seal loosely. But when you talk about a primary election to choose a political party's standard bearer and the the second place uh candidate who lost by 11 second place candidate owes 70 percent of her votes to democrats or left-leaning independents who are already joe it, biden it, it's an attempted theft and she tried to do this in iowa too we played this last week yeah. how there how the the urban counties the urban precincts were running out of party change forms for Democrats who wanted to vote yeah, for Republicans. They're them up. And that was one of the pre that was the county that Nikki Haley won by one vote. Oh, it's so convenient too, Max, because Biden doesn't appear on the New Hampshire primary ballot, right? So the same tactic couldn't be leveraged against him because he doesn't he doesn't show up there, right? So so it, it's a brilliant maneuver. It goes after the enemy, but it allows them not to attack you the same way. By the next cycle, they could do it again, but yeah. he just never has to show up on that ballot, right? Or you just write in the name of the person in New Hampshire. That would yeah. be the next step, right? I mean, that the it's, deadline, it's, it, it's brilliant. So they there is a open primary in South Carolina. So, so after Nevada, it's open primary. Um, the deadline to register to vote in it is tomorrow so they're scrambling the haley campaign is scrambling to get the democrats the problem is that because south carolina is the first in the nation for the democrats there's not going to be a lot of democrats who who want to cross over i mean maybe maybe they will because they know joe biden has it in the bag but they're going to want to have a show of force in south carolina of joe biden winning a lot of democrat votes nikki haley it's going to be interesting if she can convince those Mm -hmm. voters to uh, not vote in their own party and vote in the Republican Party instead. I want to play another clip 
because mm. we had a, an MSNBC segment interviewing a uh, looks like a college kid unapologetically saying that he voted for Haley but wouldn't vote for her in the general election. Who did you vote for and why? Yeah, so thank you. I voted for Nikki Haley and it was certainly a strategic vote. Um, I think the DNC is fairly resolute in their nomination for Joe Biden. Uh, and while I wouldn't vote for her in a general election, particularly on our differences with uh, climate change solution, a woman's right to bodily autonomy or uh, incarceration rates, I think a vote for Nikki Haley is, helps diminish Trump's influence in the RNC and their nomination, but is also a vote towards democracy. Again, look look where that is. Yeah. Hanover, New yeah. Hampshire. Hampshire. So that that kind of Dartmouth outlying Democrat stronghold that Nikki Haley won with a huge surge in votes, you're seeing at least one person explaining why he was part of that surge of Democrats voting for Nikki Haley. Yeah. The goal is to diminish Trump within the RNC See. so that he isn't strong enough to go against Joe Biden. That is not the purpose of a primary election. That is that that goes against the good faith expectation that when you vote, yeah. you vote because you want someone to win. A Democrat, yeah. an obvious leftist Democrat, voting for Nikki Haley just because she wants to hurt Trump, and then Nikki Haley coming out and using this this town, this city, this this county as an example of oh look how well we did. It's yeah. shameful. It really is shameful. They said the quiet part out loud. And what's amazing is that her um her messaging lately has kind of taken a left turn, mm -hmm. right? It has gone oh, yeah. to the left just a bit right yeah. before these things happen, as though it, it's trying to entice those potential voters to come in and, and vote for her, right? Because she's got to take that position. Yes. Which is kind of crazy because she's willing to to pander to the other side just to benefit herself politically instead of actually yep. doing the work for the american people and wanting to get elected for the right reasons right it blows my i mean here's the she, latest one that was out nikki are they haley working claimed, together nikki haley claimed she was the victim of racism she was teased every day for being brown yeah. now wow. ask yourself in a south carolina republican primary do you think she's calling her home state racist because she expects that to turn out more Republican voters? Or do you think she's calling her home state racist because she wants to win Democrat and independent voters? Um, it seems pretty obvious. Yeah. Um, it's it's funny. It, it, she's, she's a weird bird. Trump Isn't calls she? her bird brain. I, I don't know if that's nice. That's that's probably one of the meaner. She was our UN ambassador, ambassador all, and, he, and, yeah. and he put her there, right? So that's one of the things we're like. I don't it's know if saying she's a bird brain is really good since you elevated her to like represent America in the globe. You know what I mean? Like it's right. not a good look, yeah. not a good look. But um, so maybe there's a different nick nickname. He's calling her Nimrod, um, because uh -oh. she, her name's Nimrada. Her official name, her formal name's Nimrada, Nimrada. <sighs> Wow. And she changed it. I mean, yeah. you want to be politician in in South Carolina. It's very obvious why she changed her name from Nimrata right. to Nikki. What is very interesting to me is when she married her husband, she also forced him to change his name. Did you know that? Well, no, I had no idea. So no. it, it, it happens. Fights over who should take whose last name, right? But this wasn't a fight yeah. over first names. She demanded that her husband, who was... Uh, William went by Bill to ch legally change his name to become Michael, his middle name. This to me is, uh, it's weird. It's weird. Why? I don't know. Mr. Bill Clinton? I, I, I don't know. I don't know. It's, like, it's very conjecture. <laughs> it's very wow. weird. I've never understood this. Um, that to me would be a huge red flag telling your husband to change <laughs> his legal name. Well, now, he, 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 had, about he had often gone by his middle name, but like yeah. telling him, okay, you need to change your name. Just, it's a weird, it's a weird headline, a weird headline to read. Well, it, it, it is explaining a lot though. I mean, it, it would explain the total about face and everything she's doing. And then why yeah. stay in the race as long as she is knowing now 
that she's losing by double digits, even in New Hampshire, right? Even when she has Democrats. Even when she has Democrats. So why stay in the race other than to be some sort of instrument by which you can attack the opponent, right? That's the only uh, that, that why spend that money if if it's not getting some sort of benefit to the other side. So the, the angle has to be is how does this attack Trump and how do we use somebody already in the primary to do it? And I mean, how long did how late can the, the Dems put a uh, a candidate out for president? Like well, when is the deadline? Their their convention, right? It it gets really it would get really weird if they nominated yeah. Biden and then he died. Um, sure. That would get weird. I'm I'm sure that there are mechanisms to fix that, to try and have an emergency. Um, sure. Do you think you could affect Dems to uh, enough Dem voters to vote Nikki Haley, if it came uh, down to it? I don't think the Dems would nominate Nikki Haley. She's not that liberal. Um, the only reason they sure. like her, the only reason they like her, is because she's undercutting Trump um, yeah, on every other issue, yeah. other than other than wanting an endless war that we fund in Ukraine. They don't agree on anything. Um, She's the darling of the Democrats because so far they've had two primaries that don't matter for the Democrats. And so there's a benefit in them crossing over and voting for her. I think you're going to see this trend in any state that has an open primary. You're going to see a, a tremendous number of Democrats voting in the Republican primary because you have an incumbent. You have Joe Biden without a real formal challenger. Um, yeah. It's pointless. It's pointless to vote. Um, it's effective means of spending the treasure to get an outcome, right? Yeah. I mean, it, it, it makes good political sense. I mean, who comes up with this? Like, who's sitting in the back room doors like, the way we're going to do this one, right, is we'll go after the independents. Yeah. And we'll make well, them destroy Trump. Th this is part of, like, the dirty tricks of yeah. uh, both parties. Yeah. I mean, Roger yeah. Stone used to do stuff like this for the, for the Republican Party. He was the dirty trickster who would go and try and sabotage things on the ground, all legally. All but operating in an obvious gray area of of Politics. ethics, but it, both sides are doing it. You got to do it. Um, with this though, it's just it. Listen, after the primary, no matter who wins the primary, in order to win the primary, you always have to appeal to the conservative base, the right. And same with the Democrats. To win the Democrat primary, you generally have to appeal to the left. And whoever wins both primary, after they win their primaries, there is a race to the middle to try and keep the base locked in while also appealing to enough moderates in the middle to win the election. That's how it's always been. Trump did it in 2016. You and I both argue he, he did it in 2022. Mm -hmm. uh, 2020 as well. It has to happen. What you're seeing the media trying to do now, though, is call it before it's even started, right? You don't start appear appealing to the moderates until you lock up the nomination. That's just how it works. But now they're running these news stories of Trump didn't win moderates in New Hampshire, as mm -hmm. if that dooms him to never win moderates ever, right? Yeah. It's very obvious why they're doing this. They have a they have a, a a goal in mind to undercut Trump. It's the same reason why the the media outlets that have spent four plus years ignoring every mental breakdown that Joe Biden has had have now spent the last seventy two hours calling attention to any mistake Donald Trump makes with a teleprompter, right? Any mistake. Joe Biden said, made up another word yesterday. I'll see if I can find it. Blah, blah, blah. You don't mess with blah, blah, blah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You don't, you don't mess with meta I imagine a baby coming up going. Yeah. And so like Donald Trump slips up on a teleprompter. Right. And they're like, oh, he's mentally declining. He's in mental decline. When... Anyone who's followed Trump knows he isn't good at reading a teleprompter. Yeah, he just talks. He's he talks. a salesman. He doesn't need a teleprompter, right? He needs details given to him, and he will just make it happen, right? He, he's found that niche. Limbaugh used to talk about it all the time with politicians. You can just make the, the speech flow, right? Yeah. And he would always say that, um, like, teleprompters were your worst enemy because it, it makes you look like a robot. Trump is the robot. He, he's talking to the people when he does those speeches, right? And... Could Joe Biden go out there and just roll off the cuff like Trump right now to a group? Could he do the exact same thing? And we all know the answer is no. He would turn into some sort of gibbering marshmallow, right? In fact, they don't do it. The moment he goes off script, they pull him away, and he's the president of the United States, right? 
Nobody pulls Trump off of it, right? Trump can still close billion dollar deals if he wanted to. Yeah. He could he could close deals, right? I mean, and, and put in the time. Joe Biden can't even get out of bed for breakfast most mornings, is my guess. I mean, we just don't see him. They put a lid on how many days yeah. this year? I mean, what it was Rick. Right. There it is. Here, here, here's, yeah. here's the clip. It's very obvious that he was trying to say men and women of America, but he combined those four words into like a 16 <laughs> consonant mumble. Let's see it. Let's we'll see teach it. Donald Trump a valuable lesson. Don't mess with the men of America unless you want to get the benefit. Don't mess with the men of America. Also, a really bad look. Um, two days in a row, he's been interrupted by pro-Hamas protesters oh. condemning him for supporting um, what they're arguing is a genocide in Gaza. They're going to need to... I don't want to give the other side a suggestion. Don't interrupt don't, me yeah, yeah, when yeah, they're yeah. making a mistake. But it's it was very humorous to watch the protesters accusing him of being a genocidal um killer and the crowd in order to overwhelm and like overcome the protesters what do they chant four more years really? <laughs> it's a bad optic if you're trying to win the left and the left is saying you're a genocidal maniac and everyone in the room is saying four more years it's a bad look for the left it is and look how they've actually put they fixed the lighting on him instead of putting those big red towers behind him like he had yeah. that one speech at least they got beams of luminous light so he looks like some sort of enlightened person right they're even trying to use the light to make him look smart well you know what it looks like what you know it looks like it looks no, like this is this is this is a deep cut it looks like yeah. who wants to be a millionaire right oh. after they introduce the person and they go into yeah. the first question i mean they're like propping everything up they are pulling out all the cards and then imagine having the protesters just busted in the door starting to chant right oh it, it's gotta be a nightmare for people running it plus on something that tight do you really think they would be able to get in there yeah. i mean it, you think so? You think they would be able to get in, and, and even with their signs? Well, you know they don't always have now. signs. They get in, and okay. there's they're already talking about how they need to um, have more security, which is oh, why wow, really? that you're an incumbent yeah. Democrat who is Hesitant. running unopposed, and you need more security for your rallies. Um, they're starting with a fence. Maybe they put a fence around. Here, here's the other clip. Okay. Um, yesterday, Joe Biden engaged in election denialism. I don't know if you noticed that. He accused the governor of Virginia of being an illegitimate governor. Oh, Virginia! And the real governor, Terry McAuliffe. Terry McAuliffe lost the election. So in a race where you have proclaimed Donald Trump to be a threat to democracy because he allegedly does not accept oh. results of elections, which I'm not alleged. He doesn't accept it. He has, he, he believes it was stolen. I agree with him. Um, I believe they should have litigated all these issues at, for at the very least to make sure that the public would have confidence in these systems. Yeah. Um, for him to brace his entire campaign as Donald Trump is a threat to democracy. And the first two sentences he delivers in Virginia, hello, Virginia, and hello to your real governor, the guy who lost, insinuating that he actually had won, but it was stolen from him. Wild. But, and you don't see the media condemning him for it. Who's writing these jokes? I mean, speeches. I, is, or is it jokes? I mean, what is the writing staff thinking when they're, they're putting that together? It'll sound like a joke. People will like it. It'll be funny. But he doesn't yeah. know it's a joke. You know what I mean? His delivery is the same on everything. Yeah. Like he, his cadence doesn't change at all with Joe. He just it's the same metered bit through, right? So it doesn't even feel like a joke if it is a joke, because that's what it was, Max. I'm hoping that was a joke. And you need to fire that writer like yesterday. I, I don't care if it was a joke. You 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 can you can say if you disagree with the outcome of an election, you can do it. Democrats have been doing it for years. They didn't accept the results in 2000 when Florida was called for George W. Bush. They said it was yeah. stolen. They still to this day say it was stolen. They said mm -hmm. that George W. Bush stole 2004 because there were irregularities in Ohio in 2004. 
to this day, they argue that George W. Bush stole 2004 by stealing Ohio, right? They argued that Donald Trump stole 2016 by having Russia steal it for him, right? So it, it every time a, a Republican wins, they accuse the Republican of stealing the election. election and the yeah. one time that the Republican has the cojones to say, actually, wait a minute, there were some serious irregularities we should talk about. Not like all the made up things you talk about. Let's let's yeah. talk about this. They brand him as an insurrectionist, a threat to democracy. Yeah. And then wow. after they do that, they still come wow. out and say, I mean, Stacey Abrams still says that she's the rightful governor of Georgia. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, it's no. crazy. Whoa. And the denialism, man, yeah. and the attacks. It's just the playbook's the same. I mean, we'd sit here and talk about all the different times they're doing it. And until a, a really good, strong media un describes and uncovers what this is, nothing's going to change. I mean, that's why we do it. We sit here every day trying to point this stuff out so people can see the kind of tricks of the trade that they're using, right? Maybe somebody on the other side that, that's seeing that they are acting as dirty as dirty can be. You know what I mean? It, yeah. I, I don't know how everything changes. It, it hasn't. It, it's it's the same playbook since the 90s, right? Like, who put together the 100-year the, the plan for the Democratic Party? Because it's oh. all playing out. Uh, that was, you want to know the truth? That was, yeah, hit me. that was Lyndon Johnson signing the civil rights act into law, um, recorded as, as saying by historians that we pass this civil rights act into law and we'll have those N words voting Democrat for the next hundred years. Um, that's a quote. I'm not going to say it, but yeah. that's a quote. And wow. it's, been, it's been attributed to him. The left has tried to say that wasn't him. But it's in historians have added it to the books. They've talked to, um, I believe that were those were staff members on Air Force One, who had recalled that conversation. Um, this is wild. Or or maybe it was staff members in the White House. But yeah. that's legitimately how history books are written. Talking to the staffers after the president is either dead or out of office, um, and he had no shortage. He 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 was a terrible potty mouth. Right. Yeah. <laughs> he, like he, he would sit on the, the toilet and talk to people. Yeah. Like yeah, I, no. he was a weird cat all the no, all not, around. Not just that. He would he would bring the he would have everyone in the office, Oval Office, while he's getting fitted by a tailor, and he would whip out his genitals and like like make people uncomfortable. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the history books say he was very well endowed. Um, which is probably why he would do it. But no, that is true. Yeah, that yeah, yeah. Is, that's who we're oh. talking about. So when someone says, oh, he wouldn't say the N-word, he wouldn't say that. And then you look at the rest of his body of work yeah. behind closed doors. Yeah. And the phone transcripts, like all of it. Yeah. He, yeah. he had no problem dropping really racist yeah. stuff into yeah. it, right? And yeah. big time Democrat all around. So that's your 100 so, yeah, plan. You want, you want the 100 plan. And that's where it began. And well, and how far away are we on that now, right? Uh, 75, 60 70 years in? 60, 70 I was years gonna say. in. Okay. Yeah. So 40, let's just say 40 more to go on what they're trying to crank out, right? And we've seen it progressively build since 04, right? Always accuse the other side of stealing the election and then go and steal the election. Then use the way you did it as the, uh, the, as the accusation about how the other side did, did it. Right, you you frame them for the way you actually do it, right? And and it's worked, it worked crazy well in this last election. Remember when we were sitting there at midnight and we saw the jump, we saw the jump, right? So that's First why time. I say in this 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 yeah. next election, Joe Biden's going to win because there's going to be bigger jumps. He's going to win. I know, I know. You, He's going to win. Prepare for the worst. I get it. Um, but they're still trying to scramble to figure this one out. Joe Biden losing support among black voters ahead of 2024. They're still trying to figure that out. Well, and just... he's out there trying to convince people that he's made their life better when, without a doubt, the Joe Biden presidency has made most Americans financially worse off. Yeah. Your paycheck doesn't go as far. Or your groceries cost. Everything costs more. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, it, it, it's going to be interesting. Um, but this narrative that and, – and this is why when you look at the data – and I, I know we want to talk about what happened in Arizona. So let's yeah. wrap it up on this for New yeah. Hampshire. The data we're seeing from New Hampshire, this the, the simps, the DeSantis influencers online, they've been claiming that Donald Trump is hemorrhaging GOP support and that the GOP is, the conservative voters are leaving him. 
That's not what New Hampshire and Iowa have shown us. Now, typically, the same candidate in a contested election doesn't win New Hampshire and Iowa because those are two very different voter bases. Mm-hmm. Like evangelical Iowan Republicans do not tend to support the same primary candidate as the more moderate New England Republicans mm-hmm. in New Hampshire. Right. So what tends to happen is the very conservative candidate wins in Iowa, the more moderate candidate wins in New Hampshire. And then there's this fight across the eastern seaboard and and west towards the west coast to try and and win the rest of the states. Right. When Donald Trump wins both states handedly. And it would be even more so if there weren't so many Democrats voting for Nikki Haley. It's just very obvious he's not hemorrhaging GOP support. And at the very least, he's not hemorrhaging GOP support to the point where it isn't possible to win these voters back. You see, I get it that the the simps are upset their guy lost. I get it. They were being paid to support him as influencers. Didn't work. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. But they're trying to declare that it's already over. Because they can't stand the prospect of being wrong. It's it's not that they don't want Donald Trump to be elected. They've declared that they are virtuous, that they are right, that they know what's best for the country, that they, are, they stand on principles, and everyone else is unprincipled. Well, what happens if they're proven completely wrong? Well, they're proven completely wrong, right? It's and they're a very desperate lonely to place sh- to sit. Yeah, and they're desperate to show Trump imaging by convincing a bunch of Democrat voters in the New Hampshire primary to jump ship and go vote for Nikki Haley, right? Because that's the point of it, is you're trying to make him look weak. You're trying to come up with news lines that are, you know, real, but when you look into it, 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 it's it's a lie, right, on the face of it. it, It's a political machine, Max. That's that's what we face. Like, we've, you always say, how is an election stolen? It starts the day after the election, right? every single day and here it is again right the really uncomfortable narrative that's also been coming out of the desantis influencer camp not really camp it's a loosely knit group of probably four to five dozen tiktokers and twitter handles the narrative that started to emerge is that they want nikki haley to stay in and they want ron desantis to come back in to unsuspend Mm. they're talking about Mm. well how about he unsuspend come on But the reason they're saying this is because they expect and want Donald Trump to be barred from the ballot by the Supreme Court Mm -hmm. for engaging in a crime he has never been charged with. Mm -hmm. They -hmm. want him to be barred from the ballot. So Mm -hmm. that is their fail safe that they're rooting for now. And that's why they want Nikki Haley to stay in. They want Ron DeSantis to come back in. Um, It's shameful. Is Hawaii trying to? I thought Hawaii. Yeah, there's a bunch of states that are still trying. It's Um, It's shameful. These people like to think of themselves as the base of the Republican Party, the base of the conservative movement. They are as far outliers as you can possibly be. And yeah, Donald Trump is going to have some work to do to win those independent, moderate voters back. Absolutely, right? But what I showed at the start is compared to 2016, Donald Trump is overperforming in the suburbs, he's overperforming in the cities, and he's overperforming what he used to perform in the rural areas. So this idea that he can't win moderates, it's hogwash. It's just now is not the time to pivot towards the middle. Now is the time to win and secure the nomination. And listen, as long as they're going to continue challenging him, that pivot towards the middle is going to take longer and longer and longer to come about. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And you've just got precious few months before yeah. that election. And if you can't get that, that ball rolling, right? I mean, then you got to start figuring out the other groups you go after. I really like the, the shift in demographics, psychographics towards Trump lately, man. Like seeing yeah. African Americans see, understanding that real change comes with owning your own business, having low taxes, yeah. right? Or earning yourself through life. Like we all do at the yeah. same being the same, being Americans, right? Mm-hmm. It's just, it's. I think that will, if if it does go Trump's way, that will be the big one, right? That'll be the big group that flips everything. It's going to be so amazing. T- towards think- the end of the show, I, I I completely agree with you. I I want to cover this because you brought this up and I prepared for this. Just yeah, this is huge. You talk about how yeah. do you steal an election? How do you steal an election from someone? 
Well, the easiest way you can do it is to stop them from running altogether, right? And you do that through really two ways. Digging up skeletons in their closet and convincing mm -hmm. them that it's against their interest to run, to run or making them an offer they can't refuse to not run or as we'll hear in this clip, just wait, sit back and wait a couple of years. Carrie Lake, who um, was robbed, she, the election was stolen from her in Arizona. There were more than enough irregularities to make up the roughly 1% that separate her and what was named Hobbs. Um, more than enough irregularities um, on multiple different races on the ballot. It was stolen from her. So now she's running for U.S. Senate. And the GOP has been trying to bribe her to basically pay her off so she won't run. And there's a recording of that attempted bribery taking place between Carrie Lake and former Arizona GOP state chairman Jeff DeWitt because he just resigned this afternoon. Mm -hmm. um, today. Today. Let's go ahead and play this. This is the shorter version. The longer version is online, but we don't have time for that. Yeah. Is there a number at which... I can be bought. <laughs> That's what it's about. You can take a pause for a couple of years. No. And then go right back to what you're doing. Mm -mm. No. No. 10 million, 20 million, 30, no, no, no. A billion, no. No. Wow. This is not about money. This is about our country. Let's elect her. I think it's disturbing that they would even... That anybody would think this is... I, I, no, to be fair, even me, even me, I'll say this. I want a fresh face right now for the reason that I've never seen anyone, I can't think of a single person in a federal race who's lost, ran in one. I can't think of it. If you can think of it, let me know. I am not going to let these people who hate our country tell me not to run. You should call them and tell them to get behind me. Go, girl. So in, in a world where if Republicans try and choose the candidate they're choosing, the interests prop up an opposition candidate who uses Democrats to try and beat the party's front runner. Right. So you can't you, there's it's they're trying to rig it on the front end of the election by by having Democrats choose the Republican primary uh, nominee. We're also seeing this happening on the back end where the people, quote unquote, back east, offering her money to take a pause and not run this year. And this GOP chairman, Jeff DeWitt, he didn't say, I'm just the messenger. I don't agree with this. He said, yeah. actually, I, I, I agree with them. Right. Which which is where yeah. it becomes bribery. It's attempted bribery. Yeah. He's not yeah. just the messenger. It's not like a don't kill the messenger situation. He attempted to bribe her. So they're, they're, they're trying they're trying to steal your right to choose the candidate you want on the back end as well. We used to be called conspiracy theorists when they said when we would say things like that stuff gets fixed all the time with money and people being bought out. Right. This is this is where politicians get bought out. Right. How many people have taken this deal and waited four years? How many people have taken this deal and, and done stuff in politics and in furtherance of that? Right. How does the party kind of bounce back from that? Like, who's the people out east, Max? I want to know who he's talking about, right? Who yeah. are these people? Because if they're big names in politics, I don't want them in politics anymore. Oh, I think we know who it probably was, right? It's probably I've got no names. Uh, Senate race, so it's probably the Mitch McConnell crew. And then how do you pay someone off like that? Where's the money come from? Is it book deals? Is it is it appearances on shows? Mm -hmm. You know, is it uh, your new book that comes out? Give you a couple of ghost writers, you make ten million. Yeah. I was, you I know, was reading, I was social media following. I believe that they were offering her a talking head position as a political commentator. Um, so big, you, you big start, time you, money. You realize that this is going on behind the scenes. Now there's one question you have to ask yourself: Is this the only time this is happening? Are we supposed to believe that she is the only conservative candidate who they are trying to bribe out of running? And then you look at throughout history, all the times that conservative candidates have dropped out. So it's not my time. Yeah. Um, yeah. 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 And here's the thing. She's had more balls than all of them. Yeah. Right. Because she stood up. 
Yeah. So this to me makes me want, I want to vote for her now. Mm -hmm. She said it was about the country, not money. Yeah. Well, everyone else in politics says it's about money. Yeah. yeah. And it's not, it's about the country. Let's, when's the last time then we actually elected a person who works for us then? Yeah. 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 And not the apparatus. This is what her campaign message should be. I'm the I'm the only candidate in this race who will shake things up so much that the powers that be are trying to buy me out. Right. The Democrat, they're not worried about the Democrat. She's gonna tow the Democrat, they're gonna tow the Democrat party line. Yeah. Right? Yeah, yeah, the yeah. other Republicans, they're not worried about them. They'll they'll do what they're told. I'm the only one who's gonna fight for the people. And because I'm gonna fight for the people, they wanna buy me off. They want to deprive you of your right to choose me choose, yeah. by filling my pockets. It's not about the money. It's never been about the money. It's about service. And if you elect, and this is what she should say, if you elect me, I promise we'll bring service back to this Senate seat. That's what she should say. Yeah. The audacity of the big names, right? To think that they're a body above, right? This is where I've always said that government thinks it's something different than you now. Yeah. Right. And this is a perfect example. This is them saying that you, we own you, right? And you will do what we tell you. Yeah. Oh, like God, if that doesn't get people motivated yeah. to do something, I don't know what does. I got to say, it's also fresh for someone in the election integrity movement to say that a phone call or a conversation happened and they actually have the recording of it to back it up. That's, that's a, yeah. that's fresh. I enjoy that. I wish, yeah. I wish more people Balls. in the election integrity movement um, had the foresight to yeah. record important conversations that um, would make or break the country. So <laughs> I'm not going to yeah. name any names, but it's just, yeah. it's interesting. Interesting to me. Um, and if this is a real bribery scandal that they get, charged for what names start coming out that's the next question i want to ask you do you think so, that the democrat state apparatus do you think that they investigate and indict him for attempted bribery absolutely. to try and pull the strings on that sweater or do they not prosecute him because they know if they start airing the gop's dirty laundry the gop will air the democrats dirty laundry that's they're, they're that's gonna go the for it doesn't matter so? oh yeah they'll max they're on the attack right and then they'll just mm -hmm. deny 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 right happens all the time they'll lose a few figureheads they don't represent us the mm -hmm. you know news media is on their side again not a problem we're good in three months right 90 days before the election so if they speed roll it yeah they'll do it in fact they might even be talking about it right now that's my opinion from a completely objective point of view, is why would you want that? It'd be yeah. easier to control if you keep everything quiet, right? You see, you know? I, I think they go I think they go for it, but I also wouldn't be surprised if the Democrats choose not to indict or prosecute because they know if you live in a glass house, you don't throw stones, right? Yeah. Um yeah. if they know yeah. that they've they've built their apparatus on paying people off and bribing them. You can't make bribery the issue of the day. I don't think any party's clean of this. Right. I, I guarantee. You, I mean, look at what Blagojevich did. Blagojevich, yeah. when he when he wanted to sell yeah. that seat, his argument, his defense has from been the entire time. Everyone does this, <laughs> and yeah. they just wanted to go after me because it was Barack Obama's former seat, right? But Blagojevich's defense was that every politician, when they have a power like this, they sell the power, right? That it's just, it's, it, it exists everywhere, right? I say the same is, is probably true with these attempted briberies. I think it happens yeah. a shockingly, uh, I, I think it happens more often than you and I think. And I think it probably happens earlier in the campaigns before people have even yeah. announced, like yeah. if, if the party apparatuses get wind that someone's thinking of running yeah. i think that those that those buyouts happen very 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 early in the process before they even throw their hat in the ring i, I wouldn't be surprised if people start the rumors just so they can be bought out yeah <laughs> yeah wouldn't you it'd be worth it and, and think about the um 
gosh, I just had this point that, uh, well, now it escaped me because you made me laugh on that one. Oh, sorry. Oh, it's okay. It, it had to do with the apparatus, and I, I'm lost. I'm lost on that one. It was a great thought, too, and I was like, hold on to this one. It's going to be good. Thanks, Max. It, it's going to come to you like... Yeah, like be right sit, before we end. You're going to be sitting on the toilet, or you're going to be yeah. sitting down to eat dinner, or your head's going to hit the pillow, and you're going to be like... Oh, so write, then write it down, and you can right. say it on Friday. <laughs> but it's wild. Like, oh, 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 this may not be the only evidence that's been recorded, right? Yeah. There yeah. might be other people out there that have really incriminating videos, audios. There might be sex tapes. There might have been a yeah. whole a whole ring and an island involved. You don't know, right? Yeah, yeah, so yeah. why would you want to pull any? You got the justice department in your back pocket just yeah. make it a headline and make it go away yeah and remember bribery and blackmail are two sides of the same coin when it comes to things oh, yeah. like this. it's the right. it's two different tools to achieve the same end yeah. of convincing someone to not do what they want to do either pay them off or you threaten to expose them um this happens all the time the time right all the time because um, either way they're gonna they're gonna they're gonna lean on you right they're gonna twist that arm they're gonna make things happen and if you don't do it the easy way which is money right they get yeah. you on the hard way they yeah. will yeah. Man mandy says that she was uh watching the press secretary and asked about biden's joke about the real president the real governor of virginia and said and gave a nine answer that doesn't surprise me one bit right. mandy that doesn't surprise me one bit. That's no. the same press secretary that is out there quite literally claiming that illegal border crossings are down. And the only evidence that they have to support that is the fact that they are giving them like pieces of paper. Like they, they've attempted to legalize criminal activity. Yeah. And so it's in this kind of no man's land until it's adjudicated fraudulent by a, a immigration court. They're technically legal, but we know that they're illegal. We know that they don't have legitimate claims for asylum. There's no genocide or ethnic cleansing happening in South America. In order to qualify for asylum, you have to argue and prove in court that if you went home, you would be killed because of who you are. That that your identity, your political mm -hmm. views would get you assassinated and murdered and genocided. Um, so, yeah. Look uh, uh, that's and not happening. And she lied all through her teeth, man, because yeah. the airports are being used as places to house folks. They're getting scabby outbreaks and tuberculosis yeah. outbreaks. They're, they're sleeping in the airports. They're, they're taking over high schools. They're doing it at Logan in, uh, in Boston now. Yeah, that was the big one I yeah. saw this morning. I was like, could you imagine going to Logan Airport? And yeah, like the smell is never good with yeah. humans. Yeah. You know, even clean humans stink. You yeah. know what I'm saying? I yeah. can imagine. I mean, it's a smell. It's it's a bad sitch. All the way on around. that topic, before we end, as we wrap up, I do have a little bit of news. My next book will be coming out imminently. Um, we are, are. I'm just crossing the T's, dotting the I's. Woo! Probably going to do one more quick spell check. But the next book, The Conservative's Guide to Winning Every Immigration Argument, covers done, designed, edited, finished. Just going to do a quick read through on a couple chapters, make sure I, I want to end it that way. Um, I could keep writing it forever because things keep changing, but at some point you just have to end it and go to press. So that's going to be coming out in the next week. Um, so stay tuned for that. That'll be, did, did you get my forward to put in there? No, no. no. Oh, darn. I thought I emailed that to you like two or three <laughs> times. Like, <laughs> no, send it to me. I, I it's already, <laughs> it's already designed for a certain, a certain work, a certain page count. So that might <laughs> ruin the entire formatting, but send it to me. I'll take a look at it. I haven't written anything, but now I've got to, I've got to do some work. Yeah. <laughs> like, well, like I'll, someday. I'll, go ahead. You, you can just endorse it after, after the fact. Okay. Read it. Well, you, gotta read it you, you gotta read it. First. If you ever get on the New York times, I have to drive. I have to write the yeah. foreword on the one that hits it. Okay. Right. I've got, I get, two paragraphs and i'll be like yeah it was in a book <laughs> <laughs> that works that works um so yeah that's gonna be coming out any any day now cool. it's all finished up just gotta uh do a one more spell check make right. sure it's all good and then send it off to uh be printed good stay luck. tuned for that Survive that's it book. for this edition of the podcast any final notes uh there i do have a friend out there they are um in very much need of some spiritual help so a few prayers for a friend who's fighting something really tough I'm going to go with that because they're good people. I love them very much. So let's, uh, let's yeah. throw those out there. 
So those out there. And I, let's all pray for everyone because there, there's a lot of good people out there who are yeah. um, fighting illnesses, fighting lots of things. So yeah. Prayers yeah. out for everyone. Yeah. And if anyone has prayer requests, feel free to send them in. Yeah. Um, I, I don't do want to turn this show into some of the other shows that kind of like make prayer a huge part of it. I feel yeah. like it's, it sometimes gets like a little bit forced, but um, by all means, we're, we're happy to to keep people in our, our prayers and our intentions. Love it. Love it. Well, that's so, it yeah. for this edition of the podcast. Subscribe, subscribe. Links in the description. Go live Monday, Wednesday, Friday, live on Rumble and YouTube. And we also have the audio edition. Check mm-hmm. that out. We try and make this as audio friendly as possible so you can listen as you're on your way to work, commuting, whatever. Right. Um, so easy to download. Easy to download. Super easy to set up to auto download. Yeah. And it's just there every commute when we post. So check that out. Plus, you guys love us. So download. Yeah. Yeah. Um, we're also talking about maybe getting a billboard in uh, a little digital billboard in Castle Rock. Oh, um, I feel like that'd be that'd be fun. Just oh, remind, I, yeah, remind some people that we're still around. Yeah, um, that'd be fine. So working on cool. that. If, if that happens, we'll let you guys know. And that's it for this edition of the podcast. My name is Max McGuire. I am Josh Hammerling. Remember, everyone, the fight to take back the country is not over yet. But the only way we win is if we all stamp to fight together and stop the Democrats. See you next See. time.